Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy, howdy there, daylight burners. Um, what day we is it? Sunday? I, I kind of lose track of time. I think it's Sunday. Hope so. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's uh for for everybody on Patreon. I think it's Sunday, and we're we're here with uh, Calamity Cass. You may know her from the inst- I called her the the punchiest broad on the gram, and uh, no 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 objections on your end. What's that? Said so no objections to that title on your end. Oh, um, I'm definitely the punchiest of punchers out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, that's awesome. No, I don't uh, remember that, but <laughs> I. Uh, one one of my favorite follows on on Instagram. I I've always kind of enjoyed seeing what the hell you're up to. You got like you make some cool shit. You got some great stories. Um, you I I just just recently realized uh, or found out that you uh you play guitar and sing a little bit too. So that's uh yeah I like you're you're kind of all around just a gypsy cowboy lady and um I don't know. It it seems like you just you're, you you've been around a little bit and uh, it, it's uh, I, I like I, I liked some of your stories that when the first time we talked and there seems like there's you're you're in, entering like a whole new phase of your life uh, like you're still the <laughs> same person but like you know it's also completely different from the first time we you know had you on the show yeah I've uh, seen a lot of country since then <laughs> yeah. So, so you got a little girl. Um, are you? Are you? Are you, you were married there for a little bit, right? No, no, no marriage. No, came close, oh, but <laughs> close. Then, all right. Well, uh, touchy subject or no? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, ruin. Oh, ruin yeah, the, no. I, yeah, I am like pretty comfortable with it. I don't. I had a kid. She's awesome. It didn't work out, and that's life. I think it happens to a lot of people. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it does. Uh, but I'm. It's always like the the looking back. You're like, well, I I was really sure that was gonna work back back then. Yeah, and I tend not to have those thoughts anymore. So yeah. that's kind of helpful. <laughs> I don't bet on nothing. Uh, I think I lost ya. Uh, I got good service. All right, I think we're back. There you go. 
Uh, yeah. My computer's overheating because it's so freaking. Um, yeah. First, it's it's uh it's truly a bizarre time that we live in. You know, like where you can like you can go out not very far from some from civilization and just like lose yourself. Uh, but at you know, and, and, and like have to live off the land and stuff. But at the same time, you could like you're homesteading, but you could also check Instagram, <laughs> you know, just you know, you could be completely off, completely off the grid and still check in on your homies. You know, I think about this every day. It's weird. Yeah, I, I it really is uh, like a gift and a curse because like I love seeing cool shit that that all my friends do and like a lot of. A lot of those friends nowadays I've never even met in person, but like I've just uh right. just kind of followed their stuff through through Instagram and, and talked to them and like you know, DM and what whatnot. But like uh, I feel like we're we're kind of buddies even though never actually shook their hand. But yeah. Um at the same time, like it's uh I don't know, it's just it's a it's such a weird time in history. I I don't I I don't know if we like any of the the previous generations i really had that like that kind of type of leap in you know information like uh you know like the printing press was a, was a big deal but yeah like it, it it's still you still had to print something where now where you, it's it's just like instantaneous all all over the world like that's that's a whole that's a whole different level of like i don't know it's it's mind boggling at times it is but you can still just like not very far from civilization you can just like go and fall off the grid pretty easy yeah and um there's not a lot of places left where i mean you really can go far from civilization unfortunately but no like you can you can drop off pretty quick but it's still fairly close to civilization because Bye. In the U.S., mm. anyway, a couple hours, maybe. Yeah. Than, depending on what you consider civilization. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. Is uh, it's funny when like people on on TV talk about small towns and they're talking about like cities of a hundred thousand people, <laughs> and you're like, "Fuck, man! I <laughs> I graduated with nineteen people in my class, and that was yeah. a big class." And uh, yeah, it's uh. It's funny. It's like they'll they'll still consider like, you know, pretty big cities. You know, hundred hundred thousand or more people. For I you know I consider that a pretty big city. Um, that they consider that flyover country. So like, towns like where we live like completely get ignored. They're like that's just pasture down there. That's just whatever whatever farms are. That's what that is there. They, they don't God. even. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to know about it. <laughs> I know it's uh, it's uh, it's I don't know it's it's such a weird, weird space Something, and time. Like I've always said, is I don't like I really don't know why someone would want to live in such a huge city like New York or Seattle or Portland, but I'm so fucking glad they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, and. You know, like I, I I spent a week in Memphis, and Memphis is a pretty big city. You know, it's like a million and a half people. <laughs> and 
it was cool and he- cool as hell but i was ready to get the hell out of there by the time you know by the time it was it was my my trip was up i was i was ready to go i mean i had a i had a good time um and, and i i think i think cities are important but i i don't want to live in them ever i'll, I'll yeah. go visit i'll go visit from time to time i think that's important too kind of yeah. see how they kind of see how the majority of people live it's a little it eye-opening, you know. Fun to kind of visit. It's um, yeah, it's weird. I'm living in Miles City right now, mm-hmm. and I mean, I can't stand it. And it's, I think it's population like eight thousand or something, but it's way too much for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, but eight eight thousand is pretty big for Eastern Montana, though. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, I mean, we have a Walmart and a lot of bars and that's that's, that's kind of how haver was um because I, I was up in big sandy for for a very brief stint that's that's like the 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 biggest uh notch on my you know like cowboy credibility belt is uh, uh you know i worked on the high line and and yeah. uh for, for uh cabin season you know like the the worst part of the year. I, I, I survived that and then moved home. I know I've weather. heard you talk about that before, but how are the winters up there? Um, It was the coldest I'd ever been, but I don't know if it was... I don't know how bad of a winter comparatively it was for 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 that particular area, but for me, it sucked ass. And, and like, where I, where I grew up got pretty dang cold, but it didn't stay... Like it didn't, you didn't have those prolonged period of just, you know, below zero high for the day like that, that shit sucks. It gets really hard. Yeah. I get that. I mean, I I get why, uh, every time I went to the bar, like there was a guy just ready to fight me. I don't know why. I don't, (laughs) I don't don't know what the particular reason was, but like, if I, if I had to live up there, year after year after a year and it was that fucking miserable i'd want to fight somebody too so i don't funny i was just uh the other day on one of my instagram story memories it was a video of um like watching a lightning storm out at at uh whackers camp and i was listening to uh your podcast is like four years ago and you were talking about being up there in the winter and some guy trying to fight you yeah Look in your face. Yeah. Yeah, it was and he was a little bitty fella too. Like I'm not I, I wouldn't say I'm a little guy, but I like I'm not very tall. I'm I'm kinda I'm like five ten ish. Not real uh-huh. tall, but like I'm I'm fairly stocky ish, I guess. And uh but like this guy was like a buck twenty five sopping wet. And uh and then he tried to wrestle me, and it turns out I like I, I do wrestle or I wrestled a little bit in high school, and that shit just kind of it gets ingrained in your memory, like the just like being able to, you know, protect yourself when somebody's shooting in on you. So like, it didn't work out to his advantage at all because he, I, I I was a he wasn't like that good of a wrestler to to really uh, do anything about it, and I was able to just sprawl and kind of lay on him and then hit him in the gut until he gave up. And uh, and it just it wasn't that fair of a fight. And like I said, I wasn't a very big guy, but I outweighed him by a bunch, and I felt kind of bad. And uh, and then he ended up buying me whiskey, and so I was like, it was it was a weird fucking deal. I was like, that, I, I guess like, that's just that's just Montana. 
I love how like men will just fucking beat the shit out of each other. I've seen it a lot this summer. They'll beat the fuck out of each other, be all bloody, like fucking nose hanging off their face. They'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then they'll just shake hands and then have a beer. <laughs> I don't it's, know. Uh, just, that's I don't know. Like, women don't do. It's just, I don't know. It's different. No, <laughs> women, women, like, they cut really deep. Like they'll uh they'll they'll just like drop a like a real snide comment that, that just really cuts out a guy's masculinity and then walk away and you're just like fuck. Um, yeah. Um now I think there's something about that where like dudes just need to like you need to just fight it out sometimes, you know, just like fucking if if you're that pissed off about it, like throw hands. Let's let's see. Like and just like nope, nobody stop it till till like there's a clear winner. And like all right, once once it's got like clear that like the other ain't the other guy ain't gonna win, just somebody step in and like all right, that's it. Like uh, there needs to be some sort of deal like that. Otherwise, men get real bitchy and uh, and mm, bitch is gonna bitch. You know, like when, when men are bitchy and women are bitchy, like shit gets really weird. Yeah. I have this thing where, oh, you know how people will get drunk and go out or whatever. And I'll like, oh, fucking Joe over there. Every time he gets drunk, he likes to fight or, or that chick that's crying all the time or throwing up or whatever. But when I get drunk, I try to Indian leg wrestle everyone and arm wrestle everyone, and I do. And I just got kicked out of the bison. Well, I haven't been there in a few months, but I got kicked out for Indian leg wrestling in there. Oh, shit. Did you win? Things I could have done. I got kicked out, like, mid-Indian leg wrestle. Oh, so those sons of bitches. Yeah, it was bullshit. I was like, can I at least finish this here? Damn. So, um... <laughs> What would you put your 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 abilities like? Uh, let's I'm put good. it on like a. We'll, we'll put it on like a karate karate belt system. Are you a white belt Got beginner, you. or are you a black belt? I'm like um, a black belt. I've got oh, my, yeah? my bareback riding legs. Nice. Got, like, second thighs of steel. Thunder thighs. Thunder thighs of steel. Calamity thunder thighs. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd show you my calves right now, but I haven't shaved my legs, so I won't. Do oh that. shit! Well, then this is not on OnlyFans, so come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but they're pretty. They're they're yeah. they're pretty beefy. I'm good. Oh yeah. Nice. I like it. Uh there's there's like seven guys driving truck that just went like, oh my god, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I it's it's weird being a, a woman in today's culture too. Like that like uh like people like posting their their DM screenshots like uh, like a, a beautiful and affordable. That that was a funny <laughs> one. That that was I I laughed really hard at that. I did too. Yeah. Uh, like uh I don't know what country they were from, but affordable did not translate to <laughs> what what they were trying to say, I'm pretty sure. I was like <clears throat> I really don't know how to take that, but that's definitely <laughs> the first time anybody's used that as like, I don't know. Affordable. You look really just... affordable. 
convertible. That's wow. such that's such a backhanded, not even compliment. It's just a backhanded <laughs> insult. <laughs> um and also maybe he maybe it was just a pimp speaking, like a, a legit pimp. He's like, You look affordable yeah, enough. Fact, like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's that, that's so funny though. But that, my price range. Yeah. <laughs> Cracked me up though. I I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> I actually so funny. Um, I don't know if you saw this like long saga of screenshots from that guy. That was. I, I don't know if I caught all of it, but I, I was I was following for a little bit, and then I got busy, and so I don't know if I, I caught all of it. But the gist of it was he had been messaging me on Facebook for like three years, and I had never responded one time. And he'd be like, "Hey, howdy, hi, how you doing? Hey, beautiful, what's up? Um, what are you doing? Just no no response, and then uh, out of the blue." <laughs> Like a couple months ago, he messaged me and he was like, hey, um, how much would you charge to kick me as hard as you can in the nuts while you're naked? And <laughs> no, that's like, right. $1,000. So this is how it all started. <laughs> so I all, like finally responded to that. It was like 7000 or something. And then it just went on and on. And he was like, you know, put me in the hospital. I want it brutal bite my dick in half and I was like okay can I cut your dick off with an axe and he was like no but you can um, bite it almost all the way off or something oh. and it just went on and on and on and on and on holy shit and finally I was hoping he was going to send me some money because I was like you need to send me some money anyway so that got like really popular and a lot of people were like following that for uh-oh. To be continued. Um we we lost we lost calamity cast. God damn it, that was middle of a hilarious story. And we're back. Yeah. Leave it to me to not charge my phone. But anyway. Yeah, I, I figured that's what was the deal, but no worries. <laughs> so I just wanted to tell you this because I think it's hilarious. So, yeah, I got all this, you know, weeks of this saga, of this back and forth between this guy and I'm, you know, just fucking fucking with him hard. And um, I was down in Wyoming at uh, for Parkman days, and I was at the Parkman there, the Parkman bar. And mm -hmm. this group of people were sitting at the bar, and I walked by to go to the bathroom. And I come back, and this guy's holding this girl's phone. He's like, hey, hey, you. <laughs> like, Um, you cut out pretty bad. Um, 
Let's see. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll see if you catch up. Gotta love rural internet, folks. It's a it's a real beauty. And uh, we'll come back when uh, when we can. All right, now we're back. Yeah, I don't know what you caught of that, but um, I was uh, so I was in Wyoming at this bar, and I walked by this group of people sitting at the bar, and this guy. It's like, hey, hey, you. <laughs> He's holding this girl's phone. He's like, is this you? Because I had some of that stuff on my stories at the time. And I was like, hey, yeah, that's me. And so I guess like <laughs> all of those girls there, like were following me and like super into this story. Oh, really? <laughs> and I thought that was so funny just to get like spotted in public in another state for that. Like, That's funny. Fucking that's, me up. that's really funny. That was a... Uh, that. <laughs> So do you think that was a real person or, or was that it was um, it was definitely a real person, yeah. Man, that, that makes it even sadder. <laughs> and the like weird part was like one of the things he said was that he used to live up here in Rosebud and that he left and went to Georgia or Florida or something because the dating scene was bad. And then he's <laughs> hitting hitting up a bunch of chicks around here on facebook because he wanted like a cowgirl to kick him in the nuts really hard or something oh shit <laughs> thunder thighs right to the nuts yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that, oh. that's that's funny uh you know there's there is some there is some weird people out in the world you know and like i consider myself to be fairly weird but like that that's a whole different level like uh yeah. like that that'd be a guy to keep an eye on because he's probably got something something real weird um either not in his background or maybe just right below the surface you know like that's that's some like ted bundy shit yeah a little bit <laughs> you know <laughs> you know it's like may, maybe keep an eye on that guy like uh, I, don't, I don't i don't advocate for a surveillance state but like yeah, that like that guy. Maybe keep an eye on. You know, <laughs> I sleep with guns. So, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, that that that's kind of the the ultimate solution, and it? it's just like, I mean, yeah, if he shows up at my apartment, I'll be like, calm down. I'll kick you in the nuts. Yeah. All you want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that I mean, that's the that's the crazy thing, but that's what he wants. So like, he you kick him in the nuts, and then he just like. <laughs> do it again and you're like it's that so you shoot him then or or do you, do you like you entertain him for a minute and then and then shoot him <laughs> yeah i thought well i was like you know like kind of had a little whack in my confidence because the motherfucker was like he would just randomly send me like ten dollars on facebook pay or whatever and he was like send me a picture i'm like ten dollars and then that motherfucker was like you look affordable. <laughs> like, <That's right>. Wow. <laughs> Feeling really uh, good about myself these days. 
Oh man. See, like you, I, I, I would picture, I would picture like an old hippie be, would be the guy that sent, that was sending you money on, on, uh, like say, say you hadn't, I'm, and this is like purely hypothetical. I would just, <laughs> but like if you had, had an OnlyFans or whatever, I'm not saying, not advocating that you do. I'm just saying, I would picture your clientele being like old hippies because you're kind of, you're kind of like a hippie chick. And so I like, like a bunch of old man, old men, you know, old men love me and weirdos. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like, uh, you know, like we've examined. (laughs) I don't know what it is about me. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think, know, but you, you've got that, uh, you've got like that, that, that hippie chick voice when you sing though. And like, and you play like a finger picking style, which was the style in the sixties. And, yeah. uh, like, I mean that, that, that part I, I get, but, um, I, I don't know. I just, I you just, you kind of give off a hippie chick look and I, I, like, I would imagine like the true hippies, uh, like the ones that are still left. I bet like, yeah, they'd be like, I, I remember chicks like you when i was 20 yeah they love me yeah <laughs> like my my dad would fucking love you i, I know like he, he's a cowboy but he he grew up in that era and he was he was on the on the cowboy side of things but he like he he always kind of had a thing for hippie chicks yeah <laughs> yeah i it's uh it's it's crazy um like the the Woodstock generation is now like the old fucks that are running stuff, and you're like, and you guys did a lot of acid, a lot of fucking acid. Uh, yeah, I had my big time hippie days for sure, and I mean, I don't know, cause like my deal is, I mean, obviously, like I love cowboys and cowboying and stuff, but. I also like to read books and like write and play music and I don't know, like art and stuff. And it's like, yeah, when you really get out there and you're doing it, there's not a lot of people that ever actually like read or like have any real like depth to them. And so, yeah, I know. Like, isn't, that, isn't that disappointing? And like you're saying, like, you know, like, about how it's weird how we can be out here like and then like on instagram and shit like it's it's a kind of like hard thing for me to wrap my head around like it's weird i hate it but like at the same time it's really cool because i mean i don't really i'm like the black sheep kind of anywhere i go i mean it's rare that i find like at a places i work and stuff like somebody i do every once in a while but somebody that like I can like really like hang out with and sit and like nerd out on music or play guitar or like books and shit, art, anything outside of just working. And so like with Instagram, I like put myself out there. I'm like, this is like cool shit. This is what I like, you know, like it's like a picture of my world. And then certain people see that and then I become friends on like the internet with these people. And I've met a lot of badass people from Instagram, like a ton of people, mm-hmm. especially here. So it's been really fun and like good for me because I mean, 
it gets lonely when you're working somewhere like everyone thinks you're a fucking weirdo because you like sing songs about horses with AIDS or like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Dress you, funny or like, you, like you I have this conspiracy theories up about, uh, about Donald. Yeah. Trump or like, like <laughs> the most fucking hologram birds aren't even real. So I have these, fuck, I have these sunglasses and like to me, fuck. I don't think there's anything that fucking weird about them. Like, they're just sunglasses. But every time I put them on, everyone I work with here is like, starts laughing. They're like, oh, your fucking sunglasses. You look like a stoner. I'm like, what? How? Like, I think it's just, I think it's like my soul. Like, I don't think it's even the sunglasses. Like, I just give off that, like, vibe. Like, people know that I'm like, fucking weird i can't hide it <laughs> yeah it's it's all right i i went to memphis well like the last like my going to town belt buckle since i haven't ever actually won anything uh to to get a belt buckle like i've i've won well, won like a couple livestock judging contests in uh when i was in high school but i didn't get a buckle for it uh -huh. um but uh tracy morrison made me a science squatch buckle and it's sasquatch and an alien oh, fuck holding yeah. hands and, and it, like it i mean it's it's like a legit trophy buckle and and that's what i wear that's my going to town buckle nowadays that's and you know like because like is it stupid yes but you know what i made it up and and i have like uh um what, what do you call it like the traditional cowboy arts association or whatever like that he's a legit yeah. like tca artist that made this uh -huh. buckle for me and i'm like you know that that's fucking cool like i don't care how stupid it is like it's like it, it's a stupid story but it's also like if somebody asks me what it means so like i'll tell you the story and i'll have you laughing and uh yeah and by the way i've got like a legit fucking artist that made it for me and i i uh, i got it for for free for helping him uh promote his shit and i like like that shit's cool to me yeah Absolutely. But that kind of thing, like, yeah, like, I mean, mostly, like, places you go, like, people are gonna see that buckle and be like, like, just not fucking get it. Like, don't you get bored of, like, everything being the same? Like, I have a yes. fucking snake, I have a snake skin on my cantle, and, like, 99% of people think it's absolutely fucking gross and weird and that's just surprises the shit out of me because I think it's cool as hell. And then, like, I made a, like, five years ago, <clears throat> I made a burrito holster for my saddle. And I just, oh, I like, saw that. That was fucking awesome. Because I found this, it was like a fucking, like, crystal white canister or something, but it was shaped, like, perfectly for a little burrito. And I was like, I'm going to make a holster for that. Stick that in there, burrito, boom. And holy you see that owl? Yeah. Oh, that's an owl. I was hoping we saw a it UFO. <laughs> it probably was a UFO. You know what? It, it might have been. We don't know. We don't fucking know. Look at it. Oh, fuck. There's two of them. Look at it. Holy oh, shit. Man. <laughs> so I, I dated a gal in in college that was, uh, she watched Alfred Hitchcock's, uh, Hitchcock's Birds. or. Are you watching uh, this? yeah sorry i'm listening but that's, that's crazy but she uh 
like it ruined her for life. She fucking hates birds. <laughs> I never understood it. Um, I it's, like it's birds, kind of the same way. My my wife, uh, my wife, motherfuckers. Those are government spies for sure. Not real. Oh yeah, birds ain't real. Birds aren't real. Not real levels. I you know I what? love that. I, I, just I love... posted that that meme, and the FBI they saw it. I guarantee you. I I saw, I saw a deal. Um, and I sent it to my buddy Aaron, who I do fence post politics with. Um, there was. It was like a uh, Homeland Security memo of uh, right-wing extremists. And it was like independent media, um, taxation um, activists. And uh, I don't know, there, there, was a, there was like 10 categories and I, was, I fit into six of them. And I was like, <laughs> holy shit, I'm on so many lists. And so I, I don't know. Do that they're watching? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's like that's like the the categories to look for for uh domestic extremism. Yeah, watch me. Yeah, and I'm just like fuck. They're they're watching me and I'm like Like I'll fight back, but like I don't I've had you know, enough like, of I'm, Uncle Sam's fucking bullshit. I'll tell you what. Don't me even too. Get I'm like started. I'll I'll fight back, but like I also realize, like it's not much I'm gonna do. Like you'll you'll probably overwhelm me, and I'll, I'll yeah. like I'll probably die pretty quickly. But like you're still gonna have to make an effort, I guess. And uh, but like I, I really don't want that to happen. I like I'd rather you guys just fucking leave me alone, you know. Yeah. And and that that's the crazy thing. Here I got a I got a new burrito holder for you. You fucking Cass, see that I, shit? Dang. That's awesome. You got a what? I think I, I got a new burrito holder. Um you might like. I got I got my uh my merch store up and running here. Uh so just the other day. The burrito holder, like in the wintertime when it was cold, I never did it, but I always thought about getting one of those electric socks and putting it inside Oh yeah. To keep it warm. I don't know if that would work, but that would probably fit a, a chode. Yeah, uh, I, I think so. Burrito. <laughs> I think so. Be it'd be a good good burrito put, to put some holes in it and run it through my saddle. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Anyway, you can get that on the the at the Burning Daylight Supply House, burning daylightcom dot com. Um, shameless plug. But... You got a lot of merch on there. You got shirts. And uh, stuff? I've got a few shirts. Uh, Matt Wilson has. Oh, let me. Hold on, let me show you the Matt Wilson. Um, it's called the Taco Snatcher, and, and it, it's, oh. it's 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 pretty fucking rude. And uh, we got it in a whole bunch of colors because I'm 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 using this uh, these people that I I don't like I don't know who they are, but um, it seems like they can they can get shirts out pretty quick. So I I, I made the the, the cover. A, a pink taco snatcher. I can't see it. What is the picture? There we go. There you go. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> I, I get that. So that reminds me of, so I'm working at um, like a um, government, like USDA cattle research operation. Mm -hmm. 
there's a bunch of weird ass shit out there, but there's this big like radio tower thing or I don't satellite. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's shaped like a giant sombrero and it's just out in the middle of the prairie. And me and my friend I work with always joke about going out there at night and like graffitiing it, like to paint it up (laughs) like a sombrero with the embroidery and like put giant pom poms all the way around it. Hell yeah. And like make the, instead of like these little balls hanging down, make it two balls hanging down. So it's just like a set of nuts all the way around. Yeah, no, nobody knows what it is as far as I know, but I always call it the aliens communications tower. Uh, I've heard, isn't that where the 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 Chinese balloon went over the other day? Uh, um, the other day, another one. Oh uh, no! Like uh, your whenever uh, was that? Like last summer, maybe. It went over, whenever that was. It was the spring. It went over, um, like. It went over us, I think, or north of here. Uh, huh. Yeah, that was yeah weird. What whatever happened to that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Uh, it seems like they're people are really trying to get us into a war with, with uh, either China or Russia, and not like that. Both of those seem like a bad idea. Like I don't know if we'll lose those. I really thought it would happen by now. I was like, let's do this. Like I thought it was coming, and then it's just like silence. Yeah. We got we also got uh, these for, for Matt like, Wilson. Oh, it's like they Talk. put it put it in your thoughts and then they're like, Oh, like it's in your mind for like I don't I don't I don't know. But I did see like I was driving back from western Montana the other day and I saw like I never seen so many like army tanks. I mm-hmm. passed probably like fucking sixty of them. I'm not even shitting you, like the whole way back. Like seven hours really? back, just everywhere. And then this guy that I like have on Instagram, he's like a military guy. He had this video of him and a bunch of people like jumping in a helicopter or something. I was like, is the war starting? And he usually like he we talk he like sometimes and he'll he responds to me, but he didn't say anything. Like, what's going on? <laughs> That's crazy. And uh like there's there's a whole bunch of shit going on over by China too, like between China and Taiwan, and it just like it really seems like some of the like like the really tied in like deep old money type people really really want a war with China, and that seems like a bad idea. You know, it's like not yeah. only do they have they have like three and a half times our population, but like we have to cross an ocean to go fight them like right. they, they only have they only have to go a hundred miles to to get to taiwan we've got to go like 1500 2000 3000 right. i don't know how no. we gotta go some- and we got an island hop like we did back in uh in world war Two. but yeah the chinese military is like like way better than what the japs were back in the day yeah, and um, I'm sure you saw back, like, when all that, was, there was some tension there. Like, um, they had, oh, like, people coming out talking about that the U.S. has been doing their exercises and shit, like, for years. And when they do these simulations, like, they're never able to beat China. Yeah. Did you see that? 
you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, and, and these are these are like the these are the think tanks that are like really trying to sell war with everybody. And you're like, okay, so in your own estimation, we we don't beat China because they just have more people than we do. And we got to go over there. Like, they're not trying to invade the United States. It's uh, it's always because we're defending Taiwan. Well, and obviously, so, like, there's so... This could be, like, fucking 20-hour conversation. But, I mean, obviously, everybody knows our military is getting so soft. So but, soft, dude. So fucking soft. Our military... Yeah, is- and then they, they were saying the other day, like... um if you're a transgender military member nowadays, you can, you can postpone indefinitely all the deployments and whatnot. So essentially you're like, you're in the military, you're help. You're, you're, you're essentially the Simpsons character. I'm helping. And <laughs> you don't have to go to war. It's, it's uh, like, it, it make it's like, we need another generation of CCR to, to, to make the new fortunate son, you know? Yep. Yeah, big time. It's like really it's a it is a weird time to be alive in so many freaking ways because we are seeing this country like change in such a like big way. Like our parents and grandparents and great grandparents did not see that like that profound of change in their lifetimes yeah. and it's like where where's this gonna go well and you know i, I look back to the the like the stupid wars that we fought in the past and, and like vietnam being the, the big one because like my, my biological dad was a vietnam vet and like looking back on it now it was a stupid idea and even like you look in into some of the people that were heavily involved, you know, like Daniel Ellsberg, who just recently passed away, the guy that um, that leaked the Pentagon Papers. But like he was, like he was in favor of the Vietnam War when it started under Kennedy. But they they realized like it was there was a no win deal. Like the the Vietnamese were far more worried about independence than they were communism. But it just so happened the uh, Ho Chi Minh was was uh friendly to the communists because uh the u.s backed the french over the vietnamese after world war ii like that's what it all like it's all those fights have come down is we backed the wrong person and ended up fighting the people that we end up you know funding like we funded uh ho chi Minh during the during world war ii to help disrupt the the japanese lines and then we later we dropped more bombs on North Vietnam than everybody in World War II dropped on everybody in World War II. I am at the point in my life where I am realizing, like, holy shit, everything is a lie. Like, I don't, like, nothing, yeah. like, you can't trust shit. Like, Mm-mm. all the years for the last fucking 300 years, like, who knows like the real reasons behind them and the real reasons they chose like the U S like in particular chose to defend what they wanted to defend and like back who they wanted to back. And like, I mean, all these strategic moves, it's all, 
in my mind, not what they say it is. It's about well, money. It, it's, for... it's all the British East India Trading Company, you know? Can't, it's can't it's trust. all... It, it it's always a uh like a corporate interest that's that's propped up by the military of uh of a sovereign nation and whether whether it's banana republics in in central america or you know the the british east india trading company you know it's it's all the same thing it's it's all all it is now it's it's raytheon it's like the the Raytheon, raytheon global united states america arms company I'm really not that savvy when it comes to like history and <clears throat> politics and shit, but I'm like, you know, like even a fool can see like the lies we've been told and like, you know, just stupid little shit. That's like, I like people, you know, if you have any kind of brains, you can see through a lot of the bullshit and put two and two together. And I, I just, I don't, I don't mean a likey. What was the, um, like the, it was one, I think it was the Cheyenne maybe, like the, the clown warrior or something like that, where like they, uh, they did everything opposite and they were, they were kind of like the court jester. Um, I feel like that's what I am nowadays. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I can just, I can see all this shit that, uh, you know, like everybody's all pissed off about something and they don't they they're missing the the obvious hilarious part that's that's pitting them uh against each other and you're just like that that's where I'm at. And it's like oh you guys are you guys are all missing the point. Like they're <clears throat> they're causing you to fight each other so you don't look at this. Yeah. I mean I could go on and on about how I feel about the government yeah well like, I, I have and and have for a long time and now I'm kind of, it's like i don't even want to think about it anymore and all right well i'm getting old i'm 30 now like I want to have a good time. I don't want to fucking think about getting fucked by the government all the time. So I I do my best yeah. to kind of just not start because once I start, stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, you said you're you're thirty. What? Thirty one. Thirty one. All right. You're, so you're you're still fairly young. Um, but I um you got a you got a kid, and I'm not I'm a. Uh, I, I'm asking this as a, as a fellow parent, like, uh, I don't know, like there, there's not a lot that we can change around our world except to just like teach our kids to be good and not be a bitch, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's the, that's the best thing I'm trying to do is like teach my kids to be respectful until it's time not to be. And then when it's time not to be, be able to to whoop some fucking ass. Yeah, to not be little fucking bitches. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that that was that was the coolest thing that the the coolest thing that I saw uh, when I went to Freedom Fest there in in Tennessee. And there was like, I guess there was two thousand people that that bought a ticket. So it was it was wasn't as big as I thought, but still it was a lot of people. 
and there was like 250 speakers and um it was monotonous but it was a really it was a good experience and and it gave me a little bit of hope for mankind because there's people from all over the country and and then like a handful of people from all over the globe that are doing their part to like just be like hey fuck off just let me be me like and right. like i may not i may not agree with their personal views but they're just like hey just let me do my thing i'm not hurting anybody right and uh, that, not even like I know it can, sorry to interrupt you, but like, for me, it can, well, not really for me, because I'm in fucking Miles City, Montana, but <laughs> I know it can seem like there's, like, you're the only one, or there's, like, it's the world against you, all these fucking trannies and drag queens trying to take over the world and, like, you know, you know, do their thing force it down your throat, whatever, but there are a lot of, like, tried and true patriots, like, people that stand up for what they believe in, and there's a lot of them out there, but you just, it's easy to, like, especially when you're just totally isolated, like, to, when you're, like, seeing what you see on, like, the news or the internet, like, holy shit, like, I feel alone, but there's more of them out there than you think. And even if you're not like, like doing any, like necessarily like going to marches or freedom fest or whatever, even if you just in conversation from day to day, you like have the balls to be like, that's fucking dumb. Or like, you know, yeah, stand up for or what you believe in just in everyday conversation, like around wherever you go, like that is important too. Well, and I, I think it's also important to remember, that, like, when you go into those cities, like, we, we always think of them like these purple-haired, screaming lunatics that, because that's what you see in the protests, but, like, the vast majority of people that live in a city either go to work in a cubicle, or they go to work in a warehouse, or they're driving a truck or something, they're, they're, they're doing the same grind that we are but in a different profession right. and like it, it's it's the same same thing we're doing the same goddamn thing just uh just a different line right. of work and and just got to remember that and so like i i posted over the fourth of july like, i was like take take your city friends to rural america for for independence yeah. day like let them let them show and also like on the same way like if you don't if you don't have plans for for independence day go to the city go see a uh, a baseball game like coors field the the fireworks show on the fourth of july is fucking dope uh, and like you're not gonna get that in rural america and and it's still the same fucking holiday we're the same right. same goddamn country you know uh like we and i don't know i i had that history professor on here a while back and he talked about when you know when the the union stockyards shut down in chicago that cut a huge link from urban America to rural America where like, you know, the rancher and the cowboys didn't follow the cattle into Chicago anymore. Like they, they, there was just somebody that came to it and they, they made their deal and, and then the cattle left on a truck and, and the rancher didn't leave his place. But in the old days, like you had to go, you shipped your cattle to Chicago, you shipped them to Fort Worth or Kansas city or Omaha or wherever. And you followed your cattle in and then you made a deal with the buyer the next day. 
and and then in those those couple days where you were in in the city you you went to Packentown and you went to the bars and you went to restaurants and hung out with the guys that cut your meat right. and 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 when that uh like when that bond was cut like the the like one of the huge bonds between urban america and rural america was cut and um and i, I don't know how you 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 really established that back but the only thing I, I can think of is like, yeah, just it, like if you got a cool like I, I'm right next to Bridgeport, California, which really does Fourth of July right. They I mean, it, it's a it's a cool, cool Fourth of July celebration. I brought my buddy out and they got to they got to experience what we do in, in rural America. But I've been in Coors Field and I've been I've been in like Reno <laughs> when when the ca casinos are competing with each other on on fireworks displays and and that's you don't get that shit in rural america either and uh and so like there there's i don't know like try try to try to find out how the other the other part of america lives and not not like the not the high end part of america but like see see how your like uh, a, a parallel job from ours lives you know and that that was one of the cool things about memphis that i saw like a lot of working class black folks and right that's that's a whole different culture that they got down there but they're still the same people as we are they're still getting fucked over by the man they're work they're they're working longer hours than they want to for not enough money that they think they're worth and um yeah oh so yeah it's always kind of like last few years and have like been um I have like like you were we were talking about earlier, like I don't know. I, I have a lot of like hippie friends. <clears throat> like kind of I don't know what you call them. like people that hop on trains and go harvest mm -hmm. work beat harvests and whatever, like hippie and I like kind of vagabonds. I'm not like a stoner <clears throat> absolutely lots of vagabond friends and a lot of them um you know we have like just completely different views on shit and like they're the only <laughs> they get cranky when you want to talk about shit and that's fine i want to talk about shit like i'm just i'm like thankful for my friends that like completely just we have absolutely like opposite views on everything but we can still go have a good time and like have wonderful conversations and whatever but it's just always kind of like struck a nerve in me about it's like i everyone not everyone i mean just i for me like if like one i express their views about how why they think you know like marxism is great and like we should communism a conversation an adult conversation about it it's like nope nope no. like you're a fucking like just uh shut down throat like you're a bit like these these like like um cards they like shove like people like you're bigot you're racist or whatever and like kind of like pavlov's uh 
law or whatever it is. It's like now anybody time somebody hears somebody talking about like vaccines or like they're questioning mm. it or something, they start start drooling like a dog and uh bigot, racist, like well yeah. just you know. <laughs> well and you know I look at I look at uh RFK Jr is a perfect example where he's like the old school Hollywood all vaccines are bad type of crowd, which I don't necessarily subscribe mm -hmm. to. But after this whole COVID deal, I'm far more open to hearing their arguments than I, than I was right. before, you know? Um, Cause I mean like, and me and you are in the same, same business. Like we work with vaccines and like kind of know how that shit works. Uh, you know, because bio biology is biology, despite what they what they want to tell you. Um, and you know, there's there's differences between between human and 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 cow cow biology, but it um, outside of the reproductive system, it's pretty well the same. You know, or and not reproductive system, but the the digestive system, like the the reproductive yeah. systems, uh, slightly different. The, the digestive system's way different, but outside of that, it's it's roughly the same. And, it's and crazy. the vaccines. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. But something like I literally like I have like like complete open mind. I mean, I'm very skeptical about like everything now. <clears throat> but are the I mean, obviously, bovine vaccines work. But are bovine mm -hmm. vaccines made in the same way that human vaccines are made? Something that I, like, one example of, like, a real red flag for me. Well, obviously, I think, like, the whole COVID sh shot, like, really kind of got people thinking about shit. But, like, on the reservations, <clears throat> they were offering, um, like, $1,000 per person that got vaccinated. Yeah, uh, it's like, yeah, like they just, you know, like fucking stole your land I, and like raped. I I heard, yeah, I, I heard that too. And and we we live in kind of a, a similar. Oh, sorry. Like, uh, we we live in kind of a similar area where there's uh there there's a, a you know a pretty decent sized reservation right right here, pretty close and. uh I was hearing that same shit, and and also like the res locked down pretty goddamn hard here. Um, hard. Like, they weren't even allowing trucks through the through uh what, the Crow Reservation down here. Like the road yeah. was closed. Yeah, it it was kind of the same thing um, on on the res here. We've got a couple different ones, and yeah, it it was wild. But I also heard, um, you know, like on on the res they were offering money um but in the cities they were offering like free hamburgers you know like um a, like a free order of fries you know like hey fat fuck get a get a, a vaccine <laughs> so you don't have to so you don't have to exercise and and by the way we'll reward you with a with an order of straight carbs that juxtapose yeah absolutely like I don't know. Just, it, I mean, it wasn't necessarily like, it was little things like that. And then, yeah, like, or anything. But I've just, you know, I've, I kind of follow these 
kind of fringe like conspiracy theory like pages and stuff like questioning everything which is cool it gets the wheels turning i don't just automatically believe anything like right like hey that's a thought you know but there's there was a bunch of commercials also like for the covid shot talking about how like black people are like 10 times more likely to get covid and shit like "Eh." that just rubs me the wrong way i have a bad feeling about that right and then then (laughs) rfk says hey uh this was uh this was uh, programmed to target whites and blacks and not uh, Ashkenazi Jews and and uh, Asians for some weird reason. He's like, I, and we don't even know if that was programmed that way, but that's just how the 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 stats lined up. And they're like, oh, you're a fucking anti-Semite and anti-Asian. Well, nice. you didn't listen to what he said, but I mean, and I don't I even know if he's right on that, but you're like, meh. Well, who knows, but I mean, I think, like, sorry, only a fucking fool is just going to be like, follow the science, it's science, it's a vaccine, they wouldn't do, like, they're scientists, they wouldn't do anything to hurt you, like, that's dumb, that's fucking dumb, I don't It's really dumb. And I got that, but, like, I mean, at at the very fucking least, stop and think about it, like, do a little, like, digging on the dark web. Whatever you gotta I know. do, like think I, about I, it. And I, I always <laughs> quote this, um, but it, and I don't remember exactly what the Bible verse is, but it's the Apostle Paul. But he says, uh, "Study all things and hold fast to what, that which is true." And, and I, I think that's yeah. uh, regardless of your religion, that's the that's like the one of the wisest things right. ever spoke. It's like yeah, right. question it all, question it all, and then when you find truth, hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um I thought we were gonna talk a little bit about about some more cowboy shit, but we'll do that on the Patreon uh segment. All right. <laughs> All right. Well I, I gotta go pee, but uh you, do you want anybody to find you on social media or are you are you uh kinda laying low? Um yeah, you can find me on social media. It's calamity cast. Isn't right. it? Go Calamity cast. I think so. Calamity I think it's like is it calamity.cast? Either way. Or something. Search, search it up. Yeah. It's you should be able to find it. It's it's I'm hard. looking for pen pals right now. Oh, I'm by the way, I right you wanna there. you wanna be the like the administrator of the Burning Daylight Pen Pal network? Oh, we're starting a pen pal network? Hell yeah. Oh. I, I wasn't until I saw your post the other day, but I, and then I saw your Ian Tyson uh, letter and I was like, that's fucking that's cool. Great. I, yeah. I'm, I'll send you, I'll send you my uh, handwritten Boots O'Neill uh, business card. Uh, uh, I'll send it privately. I don't want to post that, you know, because I don't want him getting that's bombarded a, with really good a idea. phone call. But I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in the Patreon, but I think it's a good idea. And if you want to be, uh, in me, charge of that, we'll we'll the do world, it. The world would be a better place if more people wrote letters to each other. It does. I think so. It's so different I, than just writing in a notebook, writing a song, writing a poem. When you're writing to somebody, it's so different, and I don't know what it is. It's and that that's what makes it cool. I don't know what it is, but it's different, and it's just it's just good. 
Yeah, I I feel the same way about podcasting, especially if you're doing it by yourself. There's there's one thing about ranting when somebody asks you a question, but there's another thing about ranting and pointing it towards an individual person, which is what you have to do when you're going solo, you know. And so different. Uh, it's it's really different, and um, I don't know. It's I I think it's cool because uh, you you look at throughout history some of the great men and women that corresponded you know and, and they you say regularly but when you really look at it they maybe were getting a letter from each other every couple of months maybe so it's not it's not very regular but they kept it up and i i don't know there's something about that just like the the anticipation to see what what somebody is writing you and then so like, oh. i'm not i'm sorry but just hold on so there's like several <laughs> several great poets and artists like that like th my favorite shit that they did was their letter like they you know they're like corresponding with people you know not expecting it to be published or anything all the time they're trying to like make it big writing poems or sculpting or writing songs but in between that they're writing letters between people they never get big but when they die somebody makes a book with all their letters they sent to people back and forth and it just I love that shit. And that like also like I've lived in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like literally like yeah. wilderness, like had letters flown out to me by fucking Cessnas and shit and rode out for 40 miles on a horse. Like I had to correspond with letters and like that was the highlight of my day. Like when I would get a letter once a week or whatever. And like yeah. and and then having that already like foundation built upon like all of these artists like Rainer Maria Rilke which like we could get into that but like he was a poet aspiring poet sculptor artist and like you know like really sad because he couldn't fucking do it but then like he dies and then like these letters are like published and they're just there's so much better than like when you're like trying to write um, a well scripted like poem. Like it's just like you're just it's just like deeper. Like you're it's your soul. It's not. Um, I can't think of the word for it, but it's just so beautiful. I don't know. I well, fucking love. It. I, I I feel I feel the same way. Like um, because I read Jake Zilke's book, you know, Lost Cowboy, and I I've had uh -huh. him on on the podcast twice now, and we went over two hours both times. Like he's a he's a really good guy to talk to. He is very cool. But his book, like you you look at him in a a completely different way, and you feel like you've known him for a long time, just the way he <laughs> writes. And and there's something there's something unique about like like you you know right away whether you've you've read the story or not before you know Mark Twain, you know, right. you know Ernest Hemingway and and like you know like I feel like I know Jake Zilke in a different way from reading that book like and and I said I, I've <laughs> I've got I've got four four hours plus of recorded conversation with him and I feel I feel like I learned more from the book. You know, and right. and like that's a that's a long time to talk to to somebody, and there, and, and it just just one guy, you know. There's like there's 
something about writing a letter to somebody or, you know, maybe in his case, a book or whatever. But when you're writing, it's just there's some there's some wall in there that's not there when you're just having a conversation or you're it's just different. I'm like, yeah, it's way more intimate. I, I like, think so, too. And writing a book versus like writing a letter versus a book is like just like as intimate as it gets, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't know. There's, there's just something about writing in, in general. It's just like. It, it's I don't know. I and I, I, I'm glad that you appreciate it like I do. And um, that, that's one thing. Like, I, I'm trying to get this book club deal started where like we you know, as I'm doing research for my, my stuff, like we pick out a, a book a month and I, I picked out Jake just cause I really liked his book. And then, um, there's Dominic Pasiga, who's the, the history professor from Chicago that I want to do. And so like we, like during that month of the book club, you read the book and then you get a chance to like, if you sub, sub, uh, subscribe on Patreon, you get a chance to ask him a question from that book in particular and and he you know he can go in uh he can answer it in depth uh you know like which is are which is the cool which is the sorry, cool thing about oh, go ahead that are alive? what's that writers that are are you only gonna do writers that are alive um no no not at all i um like i there's I think on on the the writers that aren't alive, which because I was really wanting to get Cormac McCarthy and Larry McMurtry on the on the oh, podcast, but hey. I, I I know My and favorite. I missed it. I was too late on both of them, and that <laughs> sucks. But there's people that are experts on both of them, and maybe we can get those on. And so, like you know, it just like <clears throat> it doesn't have to be the art author but if they're alive i'd rather have the author themselves you know that's like i actually started a book club too on instagram and never really followed through with it because like i'm a, i'm fucking obsessed with books like absolutely I, like so fucking many of them i have so many recommendations for you but <laughs> oh i i have the same thing and i and i i do a lot of audiobooks nowadays and i know it's not the same thing but it's still it's better than not doing it you know and, and honestly like if you have right. a good uh like a good if you have a good narrator it's 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 pretty enjoyable they are especially like driving and stuff those are cool yeah same thing you know, like riding pins driving whatever you know like if you got a you got a you know a couple of hours or more to to kill and and you're kind of caught up on or you're you're tired of the 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 daily bullshit is yeah go go find a good book and and it, and yeah. i don't know I, it just it, it i i like it let's we're gonna talk about this more on the patreon episode i i uh i like this idea a lot Cass. me too all right cool well uh go go follow her calamity Cass on uh on instagram uh cassandra jean something on on facebook either way she's gonna be at elko right yeah, I'll be there. All right, she's gonna be playing the Burning Daylight show. Burning Daylight does Elko. Um, I asked uh, Haley Johnson to uh, to commit or to draw something for it. I'm also gonna open that up to a couple other people. 
and I think we're going to do T-shirts of uh, of all of the, the posters for Burning Daylight Does Elko. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what people come up with. Um, and yeah, other than that, um, go to patreon.com slash burning daylight. If you want to hear the rest of this episode and, uh, other than that, uh, take her easy. Thanks for tuning in. Go follow Cass and, uh, move your ass. We're burning daylight. So wild oats He likes to graze And I'm a showboat In the shadows In Arizona They got them a thing And they call it The muggy on ramp Five thousand feet Is sheer limestone wall It casts shadows Across all of us all It casts shadows On a hell of a land It casts shadows on some hell of a hands that cast a shadow See, I was made in Montana where we got it off The great divide and the Chinese wall Livestock's the prettiest stockmen just drew And when I left there I was such a young fool In the shadows of a hell of a man there in the shadows Of some hell of a hands there in the shadows Got us a deal. He likes it real, and I like feel. Well, I like my guitar, and he feeds some wild oats. He likes the sunrise, and I'm in love with no oats. He raises cattle, and I sow wild oats. He likes a graze and I'm a showboat I like my guitar and he feeds some wild oats He likes a sunrise and I'm in love with no oats